0: This is the Scott Bradley Show Podcast. Let me bring in the brightest panel in Hamilton Radio tonight. Up first, batting first tonight, on the left-hand speaker of your phone or radio or whatever you're listening to, a guy you've heard 30, 40... 45? How many, how many do you do a day now?
1: You, I think you always ask me this, and I, I always know. I, I, I never remember how many there are. It's what, six an hour times uh, eight, so 48? 48. 48. You've heard yeah. it 48
0: times today doing the weather. Wow. And the amazing thing, you have to listen every time because Jay McQueen, whose voice you're just listening to, changes it every single time. If you listen at <laughs> 9 in the morning, it's different weather from 9.05. You don't know what. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs>
1: I'm just kidding. I'm only I was kidding. I going to say, we got the right guy here? No,
0: I'm just kidding. Jay McQueen of CHML Radio. Hey, thanks weather for Thanks for in, doing yeah. this. Thanks for coming in. We we'll always love having you. And next to him, a guy that everyone in this city is familiar with here, formerly on CHCH a long, long time ago now. The owner, operator, president, CEO, and everything else of West Pro Media, the executive producer of this show, as it turns out, as well. Jamie West. Hey. And the newly married Jamie West. Hey, We've got a newly yeah. married guy and a hey. new dad side by side. It's all happening. One of you looks exhausted. One of you looks <laughs> not exhausted.
1: <laughs> I'm I the exhausted guy. <laughs> I won't say yeah. which is yeah. which. <laughs> it's been a heck of a honeymoon, let yeah. me tell you. I won't say which Thank you guys for coming in.
0: I, I almost actually uh, I got a little nervous coming in today because as I was coming along, in, there was a bike lane beside me actually it was a bike lane in the middle of the road can't we get rid of those i just got to tell you the story and then we can right. move along okay. what, let me let me stop for a second what are what ahead. are what are bike <laughs> lanes designed for just it's quick d- obvious question right to drive motorists insane oh well, you almost had it right <laughs> you, you i thought you were going to actually give the answer Drive to, motors crazy to drive motorcycles apparently up the bike lanes. Oh. oh. Is this a thing? This is a thing. I'm driving I, along yeah. and there is a woman on a motorcycle in the bike lane bypassing all the traffic zooming along and I got to tell you scared the poop out of me when she came up beside me because you're not expecting that first of all that close to the vehicle.
1: Well, was it like a Harley or like one of those quiet little Vespa things? <laughs> it was
0: right? it was somewhere between
1: like a, a Harley and hog, a Vespa. Like no, pretend motorcycle. She wasn't she wasn't
0: <laughs> yeah. like a hell's angels woman. <laughs> Uh but she was it was it was one of those it was it was bigger than a Vespa, it was an actual motorcycle, but it was not like a chopper hog with the uh German war helmet spike thing on. <laughs> I, I'm just I, I'm looking at this going we have been talking, we're not gonna do this tonight because people are getting I know they're getting tired of me talking about it as well as everyone else. How could anybody be we tired have, of that? No, we have all this talk all the time about the Albion Falls, people falling in. Oh. And oh. I'm looking around the city going, how is it that we maybe it's every city. But we seem to have so many people with either abject carelessness or some kind of death wish. I can't decide which it is. Who just can't understand basic rules of survival? <laughs> Honestly, like if I if I had not seen her because she was coming up. If if you're driving along and there's a bike lane and you and if, first of all, if a cyclist is coming up fast enough to pass you, you're stopped, right? If you're I, on a bicycle, absolutely.
2: Yeah,
0: but. If you're on a motorcycle passing cars in the bike lane and I don't expect to see you there and I change lanes, uh, not thinking I've got a bicyclist who's, uh, you know, I I don't don't think Eddie Merckx is driving along here or Lance Armstrong. (laughs) No. I'm going to kill that person and I'm going to be then at fault.
1: Yep. That's yeah.
0: the problem, right? I'm going to end up being the one who's at fault if I run into a motorcycle. But isn't there some kind of statute that
2: prevents people from riding motorcycles on a bike lane? I would think so. It's gotta be you mad. would think that you'd be
0: off the hook on that
2: one, that they were that their stupidity would override your I don't know.
0: Have we have we seen any evidence <laughs> Let's get a judge our, and jury? Have on we this. seen <laughs> any evidence in our courts that stupidity has prevented someone from being off the hook for have we seen any else? evidence that
2: there isn't anything but stupidity in our courts? That might be another question. <laughs> yeah. No, You're I asking. just like, yeah. honestly, If
0: I, I, I truly believe that if it had been a motorcycle coming up the bike lane and I didn't expect it and didn't look as carefully as maybe I should have, and I switch lanes and wipe out that motorcycle, I'm going to be the one who's in trouble. I guarantee it.
2: Get rid of the bike lanes, please. That's all I'm asking. I don't ask for much. I, but I do want bike lanes eradicated, Jay
1: McQueen. <laughs> I hear you. Mr. Yeah. Sunshine. Yeah. You're your oh, oh, against bike lanes, well, too? I'm kind of, you know, I, I still wish I could ride my bike. on. <laughs> but not that I even have one anymore, but <laughs> I still wish you I could no ride, mine, my, ride mine on the sidewalk. The thought of sending my kids out onto the uh, streets, whether it's a just a subdivision side street or a, a main street, scares the crap out of me. Can kids
0: ride their bike on sidewalks still? Yeah. No, can they? Of
2: course, I think probably there's a bylaw that yeah. says you're not you're not allowed to, but no one's enforcing it. There isn't a cop in the world that's going to enforce it. There isn't a bylaw officer in the world that's going to enforce that that law. No no one can get away with that.
0: No. See, I have no issue with bike lanes. I really don't. I don't have a problem with us with the city putting in bike lanes, I, but I do have an issue. If we have bike lanes and you're on a bike You'd better be in the bloody bike lane. Yeah, here, here. If you've got a bike, to me, that is like, and this is not a good example because I know there are extenuating circumstances, but that's like if the handicap spot at a mall, which is right at the door, is open and someone takes another spot, I always feel, and I probably shouldn't, but I always feel like, wait a second, why are you taking another good spot? That's that's mean, I know that. But if you've got a bike and you've got a lane for the bike, be in the bike lane, because I'm having to weave around you now. But again, it's, it's, it's such a, and I know you've
2: been over this a million times, it's such a European idea that doesn't fit North America. It doesn't fit North America where we still are in love with our automobiles. The nations were raised, meaning the United States and Canada, were raised on the auto industry and the steel. We're never going to change. And we really don't we really, well, don't, need, we really don't need to because we're spread out. We're But it not... fits in
0: some places, Jamie. I, I don't have a problem with it in certain places. I really don't. I think, th- and I don't have a problem with it. You know, I I've come around to the idea. Like where? The, well, the one that's on uh, not York on Canon. That, that joins up with York, where down there by cops, well, First Ontario Centre and stuff, like there's places down there I'm looking at and I go, all right, you know what? I can see that, that it's getting some use and it's green. They've paved like it's green color and it's separated well enough. If you want to divide the bike lane off, I'm that's fine by me. Because then, Jay, when you talk about your kids going out there, if you feel like you're yeah. away from the cars, that's yeah. great. Yeah, it's but a little on, more separated, but, right? But,
2: but in the, uh, on the residential West Mountain where I've seen one recently, for example... Come on.
0: Yeah. I- I'm talking about the one that is, and you've probably seen this one. Both of you have probably driven it. When you're going along golf links and you're going towards the highway ex- a highway entrance or exit, the line is actually between two fast-moving lanes of traffic. And then yeah, is, you've yeah. got to cross right. over the That's bike right. lane to get to
1: the highway. That, that is insane. I was just going to say that, the, yeah, there, if that one's one, crazy. if there is one that always, every time I drive there, I see it and I go... Well, I'm glad there's isn't a cyclist here because uh, they probably wouldn't have much of a chance. It's that one there. And when I'm coming from, say, Costco, and I'm going to get back on the uh, the eastbound uh, uh, link to go home, and there's one I I gotta cut across it, right? And I'm going. Who? Why is? it? And some of them just they just end. Yeah, like and if your vision never... is
0: obscured, right? So you're not going to necessarily see the cyclist ahead of you when you begin because there's a truck or something in front of you. It's dangerous. It's really dangerous. And I go back to my point: if you hit them. You're at fault. I guarantee you, every single time. I think you're better. I think that cyclists and motorists would get along better if there weren't any
2: bike lanes, to be honest with you, because everybody has to obey the same rules of the road. Before bike lanes, the rules of the road still applied to bicycles and automobiles. Everybody knew what the rules were. You know, you had to give some leeway. Just do that. Stop confusing
0: everything. What did we do before? Well, we didn't seem b- to have a problem, did we? That's or right. did, or Cy- did we? Cyclists were required to follow the rules of the road. Or did we? Am I overlooking the fact that All there were lots them? and lots and lots of cyclists that were wiped out maybe and I just never heard there's about? There's
2: never it. been more than three of them out there ever anywhere <laughs> using this, using the road, using bike lanes, using anything. Yeah.
1: I think no, the, the, There's none
2: of them out there.
1: I think you said like Jamie said I think the notion that we're gonna turn no our, our whole society into everyone's gonna ride their bikes to work today because yeah. everybody's KDLRT. everybody's <laughs> within <laughs> everybody's within cycling distance right yeah. like and I'm you know in my other job uh, being a, a real estate salesperson am I gonna ride my bike to show houses oh you know? maybe in Holland but not here. Well, we also have a very unique city here. An
2: Appledorn, maybe. (laughs) Not (laughs) Hamilton.
0: Geographically, (laughs) our city does not lend itself to people on the mountain driving their bike down the, you know, the access.
2: Here we go, down the Jolly Cut.
1: No, I got to tell you, I was... (laughs) I was coming. Put a bike along lane there <laughs> with rubber tires on the inside. Exactly. I was coming along Ridge Road last week, and I uh, had to show uh, a house in Old Stony Creek, and so uh, I had to go back down the hill. Uh, not McNeely because it's one of uh, 1600 roads in the city that's closed right now, but uh, for construction. Sure. But it was the one. Um, I don't think it was Dewitt either. It was. Close to d- old downtown Stony creek so and it's a very steep grade and sharp turns a guy in a in one of those old like skinny 10 speed looking things who obviously had a great tan because he had been out all day and probably all summer so far riding went like screaming down like I'm riding my brakes in the car the whole way down doing forty right this guy goes screaming down at probably seventy and really? some somehow made it and he was I was in behind him going like what a this nut guy bar. wipes out like <laughs>
0: I want to know the the guy that I want to know how he's still with us, and and thankfully he is because you never want anyone to get hit. There's an elderly gentleman with a huge beard who rides a 10-speed and never wears a shirt. People have seen him all around town. He's hunched (laughs) way over his bike. Long-beard, shirtless guy. He looks like he's in ZZ Top. And he's riding his bike, and he's lean. He's got no fat. And I see him all the time. He's all—I I mean, I—you I, know what? Now that I think of it, I haven't seen him this summer. So I'm, Those, I'm hoping he's still with uh, if beard us. Beard
2: gets caught in the spokes. It's well, be there, ugly. that is
0: a—that is a problem. <laughs> I don't know. I just as I just started this conversation, I just can't understand in this city, whether it's cycling or walking by waterfalls or whatever else, why we have so many people that seem oblivious to the fact that there are extenuating factors in the world going on they do not live in a bubble that is protected from gravity from other people if you're gonna ride a motorcycle at reasonably high speed up a bike lane I, I I just don't understand what you're thinking good is gonna happen you save 10 seconds of your trip, or yeah. 20 seconds, well, but so
1: clearly I, I, ate a lot of paint chips at one point.
0: Right? <laughs> a lot of gnawing on the crib when the lead paint was still legal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, back but in anyway, the day. Let us uh, let us take a quick break <laughs> and come back with some. You no, know, um, he's a
2: dad. You got rid of the lead paint in the nursery, didn't you? I hope oh, so. Oh, that's
1: we can't we can't
2: have that around.
0: No, oh, no yeah. lead paint. Sorry. Yeah. No, no. They uh, they covered it all with asbestos.
1: Sorry, Scott. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to The Scott Radley Show, weeknights from 7 to 9 on AM 900 CHML. All
0: right, let me read you the first couple sentences from an Associated Press story that moved yesterday, which I found very interesting which I, and very discussable. A driver, this is from Boston, a driver mows down six mailboxes, slurs her words, and tells police she has a lizard in her bra. <laughs> Throw in a wisecracking police officer what do you get? A flippant post on Facebook along with photos of the woman and of course her lizard. More and more police uh, departments and police officers and police whatever are using Facebook as an informative thing for the public, putting out press releases and everything else, but they're also using it to yeah, bring a little bit of humor and possibly a little shame to some of the stupider people in their city to show, don't, don't be like lizard lady here mm-hmm. should police be allowed should they be encouraged should they be doing this kind of thing if you're dumb enough to be driving drunk with a lizard in your bra should you be complaining if someone if a cop puts that on facebook or is that a good thing to say these kind of people are what you don't want to be like what do you think the
1: these, these are the stories that i lived for when i used to be a <laughs> police reporter around, I around here at chml these are the ones that the, the human interest one. You know, the, your average variety store robbery and like little break in. Those things were wow, well, run of the mill. But these kind of things are what you know sort of get people looking at the radio, going, "What did he just say?" And so, I I happen to love it when when police uh, take advantage of these stories, and uh, especially now with social media, you can put up pictures, that kind of thing. It gets interactive. People, uh, I, I think people. Is it uh, fair
0: though? Is it fair to the person who you're putting up on Facebook?
1: I, you know what? Um, I, I'm of this of the um, the belief that if you were, um, you know, whether stupid enough or <laughs> drunk enough or whatever, whatever it was, right, to do something like this. Um, you know, as long as they're not, uh, you know, convicting you of something, you know, without a trial. Or well, without, but they you know, are. Well, I mean. They but, are.
0: They're saying that she was drunk and she was driving and she had a lizard in her bra. Now, I don't know if it's against the law to have a lizard in your bra. Well, That's different. But the driving drunk part would be so. Yeah, they would be convicting you.
1: Well, I, I see. I you know, I guess if they, if they, it's one thing if they identify if they use her Twitter handle name or something, or they identify her. I mean, usually it's they're going to give you a name of somebody in the charges and and in the states
0: know, a a uh, uh, what do you call it, mugshot?
1: Yeah. So
2: are are you saying that they think the the cops think it's funny? About the lizard thing, so that's why they're putting it in there and they're associating humor with drunk driving because that's a big problem.
0: I think what they're putting up there is, look, if you are driving drunk enough that you're behaving like this, this is what's going to happen to you. They're using it as a deterrent. They're trying to use it as a deterrent that, look, I would guess that this woman, I have no, I mean, I certainly have no idea who this woman is. I don't know her name. It's not posted in the story. I would only have to assume that most days of the week she does not spend a lot of time with livestock in her underpants How or you know? in her undergarments. <laughs>
2: you have no, obviously have, you're
0: very naive. I have no idea. Maybe I have she no does. idea what goes but on. But I in this think world. they are saying, look, you drink enough, you get behind the wheel of a car, and you do incredibly stupid things. Don't be like this person. But to Jay's point, you are kind of convicting them by putting them up there because even if she's found not guilty later. No one's going to remember that she was found not guilty. You're only going to remember the fact that she looked horrible in her mugshot and had a lizard in her arm. I think that it,
2: it, it, I have a great sense of humor. I like to think that I do. You know, but I have to say, I don't think, and Jay, you may you know, feel differently about this. Mm-hmm. You've, spent, you've spent a lot of time as a reporter around police. I don't think police can, be, can afford to be too cute with anything when it on social media at all i i just don't i know that you know in the station house they're probably having a good chuckle over it and that's fine and dandy but in any official capacity when it comes to communication and that obviously includes social media
0: I don't think they can... What if it was played 100% straight, that it was just a drunk driving arrest, and here's the mugshot, and we're going to write the story, but we're not going to say, ha-ha, he-he, we're just going to say, and she was picked up, and hit six mailboxes, and had a lizard in her bra, and blew I, I'm fine with 220. that. You're okay I'm, with it yeah. if it's straight?
1: Yeah, I am. Yeah, I mean, it's obviously um, Everyone else will kill themselves laughing, but, yeah. but that's fine. Yeah. That's that's okay. It's more run of the mill. It's it probably doesn't make the news because it's it's happened a, you know half a dozen other times the same night, right? Um, but but yet it, it is a fine line, and I, I like I like seeing police in that light in from the standpoint of I think sometimes uh, people find them hard to approach, and so uh, maybe if this helps, uh, maybe humanize, yeah, and and make police more approachable because obviously uh, in certain areas into certain um, Maybe, you know, ages of people or whatever, they're not approachable. Uh, if this helps, then maybe that's good. But again, yeah, I guess you can't, you can't convict somebody, uh, right? And, 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 but there has to be a serious component to, to policing. And there obviously is, right? But, um, you know. I like what you're saying, Jay, about, you know, police
2: finding opportunities to appear to be more human as opposed to robotic, which is often what you get. Um, and I think to be fair, they, they have to be that way, uh, because they have to try to be neutral. They, you know, they walk a fine line. They really do. Uh, but I think you can find other, other examples, maybe with, maybe with young people coming up. The, the the problem that I have with it is that you're going to, when you, when you go down that road, uh, of being, of having too much levity connected with something that is very, very serious, um, you, you know, you, you're going to have some hot shot. This is all theoretical, of course. You're going to have some hot shot lawyer who is going to, you know, use that in court at some against point. You. To, against you. Exactly, against police. to against. get somebody off who yeah. should be receiving a penalty under the law for, uh, can, you know, committing a, an offense.
0: But what about, okay, Let's let's bring this home here. If the Hamilton police arrested somebody for, let's use the same crime, they were driving drunk, and when the police pulled them over, they had 15 live chickens in the back seat. I'm just making something, you know, blue sky in here. Who, If you're driving drunk right now with 15 chickens in your back seat... Is that unusual? Please pull
1: off to the side of the road and call a cab. It's okay as long as they're in a bucket.
0: <laughs> but if... Okay, so if that or something else like that happened and the Hamilton police put out a press release that was... Including all those details, whether they wrote it funny or just included the details, which are funny by themselves, would that be something wrong?
1: Did not, you, in, not in my opinion. Did you? Did you? Was there alcohol involved, or no? Oh
0: no, I'm saying they're driving drunk with the with okay. these. Okay. Right. So in yeah, some
1: but, weird situation. Yeah, and again, you get back to you know, are you making light of uh, of drinking and driving, right? Which you know, it's a serious thing, and and but um, but yeah, I mean, obviously, if there's chicken in the back, then. You got to. It's one of those things where it's like you. You got to make a mention of it because it's just so off, off the normal, right? Like it's it's out of the ordinary. And
2: people can make their minds up for themselves whether they're going to laugh at that, think it's pathetic, or whatever. Yeah. Um. But write it straight. Don't write it in a way that, that it looks or appears
0: or feels like you're joking about it. Uh, Email from Help Around the House Twenty Five. She did it in public, uh, so it's okay for the police to shame her. If she did it at home, then no. Well, if she did it at home, fair enough. If she did it at home, she wouldn't have been arrested for this because you're just drunk in your house and you can wear whatever you want in your underpants. (laughs) Um, But again, I come to this. The idea behind this, it seems, is not simply, and this is why it's a discussion point, it's not simply to inform about a crime that may or may not have happened there's clearly an element here that the police are trying to use these examples as a deterrent to shame the people so that other people won't do the same thing. If you behave like this woman did, you too will be embarrassed in front of your peers and colleagues. And that, and that, I don't think they're trying to hide the fact that we're using this as a deterrent. It's like a ride program, essentially, only it's a public shaming.
1: I mean, it's pretty bad that in 2017 we have to uh, find ways like this to to try to uh, you know convince people that they're going to be shamed for drinking and driving. Like, you know, if we haven't figured out it out by now that we shouldn't be doing it, then clearly we haven't. Know, though, yeah, well, yeah, you know,
2: I'm not, uh, you know, in in theory, I'm not really opposed to public shaming as <laughs> as an idea. Like, it, they used to do it. They used to publish. People's names in the in the newspaper. You're a newspaper guy, Scott. Did they not do that many, many years ago for different types of offenses, some financial offenses? For example, if you declared bankruptcy, your name was published in the paper. It was a it was a course of the of the law. That that required that your name be published
0: in in a list and of maybe maybe that's because times were different no but I mean, <laughs> the ma- deadbeat yes. list is out <laughs> but maybe that's because it was it was society saw those kinds of things times. as different as much more serious than I mean I don't know people declare if that's what you're going to talk about people declare bankruptcy all the time but, because, but, but I get what you're saying but we don't need to go down
2: that road but there it was they used to do with crimes too Absolutely. I mean of course they used to put people in the public square and throw stones at them too and yeah. hang them and do all of that too so and I'm in favor of bringing all that back
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding it's in my it's in my news release i didn't i didn't well and here's the example that this story continues to go on and use as the negative side of this because i can i actually can see the benefit of this if you think if somehow now if you're so drunk that you've got again got a lizard in your brassiere you're probably not thinking clearly about how this might affect your life probably not but if you are capable of any kind of coherent thought to think I probably shouldn't be doing this. The example they used is there was another guy who got kicked out of cosmetology school when his instructor saw his mugshot on Facebook. He was charged after drugs were found during a search of his house, but he was later acquitted. But because the thing had been posted, he was basically out of luck. Mm. He was out of school, he was out of work Fair enough. Out. If you're But see I don't that kind of thing and this is where it gets really, uh, do we post everything then? Should we be, should the police in the States, in some places in the States, almost every crime, you can find the mugshot, you can go on to the police station. Up here, we really pick our spots and the police generally up here don't even give out mugshots. They might do the, you know, the, uh, the perp walk once mm-hmm. in a while where you can get a picture of the person, but in the States... Jamie, you get pulled over for something, you're going to ha- Tiger Woods. Just a few weeks ago, yeah. there was a mugshot and yeah. 2 hours after he was arrested or 3 hours or 5 hours, it was out. We don't do that up here. It's a it's a different world, but I wa- I mean for a, for a thing that could be used to save to, to deter other people if you believed it was going to be a deterrent. If let's go back again. Not wanting to get into this discussion per se, but the city is talking and they've just put in they've just passed, I believe, today the the fine for trespassing now at the waterfalls they can now fine you if you are going where you shouldn't to try and deter people but if we had a website where all the idiots who are now going to walk to the edge of the waterfall and tempt gravity if we put that on and said idiot number one would that deter people
1: i don't know yeah would it almost be like or a badge of honor some people might be yeah like a badge of honor let's get on there right like Almost like a fear factor kind of thing. Well, does it like stop people from factor. jumping
2: over the falls? Clearly, Clearly barrels not. and things. You know, oh, those falls too. Yeah. Well, that's. <laughs> no, uh, no, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah, I know But I'm, I'm, you know, extrapolating it a little bit. Well, yeah. that was a
0: guy who just died. That's just, right. Just a couple of weeks ago, going for the second time, trying yeah. to go over the falls, and and so he got greedy. He uh, yeah. got something.
2: Yeah, Cute. but yeah, yeah, and I mean the the thing with. Um, you're not going to stop people from being stupid. You can't cure it, and you can't deter it. It is just what it is—stupidity—and people that suffer from it very rarely are ever cured, as far as I can see. It's an incurable disease. It's, it's a it's terminal, it? terminal it's a, stupidity. Well, uh,
0: it came and it can. It's be in fatal. the DSM.
2: Look it up. Go ahead, look it up. It's yeah. in there.
0: Yeah, it's got a longer name in Latin,
2: <laughs> stupiditas. But I think a lot Indiarchus. of people would agree with me. You know yeah, what? If, you if know. you're, if you've established by the time you're. If you're still in your 30s and you're as big a knob as you were in your 20s, you don't have much hope for getting better. In fact, no. your stupidity is just going to get probably worse. It's going to ramp up. And is, and is going to affect more people yeah. as you get older. And so you should be locked
0: away. There's one more thing to this, and we don't have time to talk about it right now, but one more element to this that I find really interesting is that because they're doing it on Facebook, and this is a separate part of it, you, I don't think the police have to do it on Facebook. I think that's a one venue, but that also on Facebook opens up comments. So now what happens is this person not only gets their picture up as far as their mugshot, but you get all kinds of people from around the world saying, look at, you know, all, and all those comments. And that, if it was just on their website, you want to go look up and see who the morons were? Now, the the, the twist or the... the, the Thing about that is not as many people will go to the website. It's on Facebook, everyone's gonna see it. It's a deterrent. Mm-hmm. I I look, I have no problem if the police in Hamilton arrest someone for doing something monumentally idiotic and want to put it up on their Facebook page, and you don't have to write it in a flippant way, just say, Here's what they did.
2: Yeah. State the fact yeah. I got no problem with that. Yeah. I have no problem I, with I, that. I don't
0: either. As long as it's not me. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, you That's would a, never do anything like that. No. Neither would Jay yeah. McLean. When I'm, I'm just trying to think through whether there's anything that uh, no a t- a touch wood. Back in the day, yeah, I'm going back <laughs> well, too over the files here. Let me think. I
1: wrote a story once that I and uh, for the website here, and it was one of those ones where you know you see enough, you hear enough stupidity in your days, and 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 finally one of these things just struck just me. Just being in really. radio, I was like, okay, you know what somebody somebody was downtown and was drunk and like just ridiculous and ended up stepping off the sidewalk into a, into the path of a city bus and didn't really get that injured yeah. and so <laughs> i ended up writing the 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 title of the web story was bus 1 pedestrian 0 <laughs> but that's
2: and, you but you're a reporter at that and, point you're and, not the cop
1: and you know and the only that's person you're know, the only person who complained was another member of the media who will remain nameless it'll tell you when we go oh, off come the on, air come on name yeah. him no no come
2: on no, let's out the guy he
1: doesn't deserve to be named was uh, he was he print or tv um, or radio sort of um, i don't come i want to say neither but like all at the same time Wow. I'll,
0: I'll tell you a quick story before we go to break. When I was years <laughs> okay. ago, when I was working at another newspaper, out, I was them. working at another newspaper and I was doing police stuff, and I had to do a pick up a report that a um, fight had broken out at a local sub shop between two strippers, o- fighting apparently over one of the strippers' boyfriends, and they g- really got into it, and one of them got picked up and thrown through a plate glass window out onto the street. Ouch. And so I wrote this story. And I said, and it was two strippers. Well, the next morning I get a phone call. And it's one of the... Strippers. Not yeah. happy. Not that I had reported the story. That you called her a stripper. That I called her a stripper. She we're, said, yeah. she said we're, ex- we're adult entertainers. <laughs> and I said to her, and I, I was, it was so rare that I had come up with something so quick-witted that day. I said, you know, I don't go to those places. So I don't mm-hmm. really know the difference. So i tell you what come down to the office, get up on my desk, do a little stripping, then do a little adult entertaining, and if I can tell the difference, I'll write a correction. Boom, down goes the phone. That was no correction that day. You're listening to The Scott Radley Show,
1: weeknights from 7 to 9 on AM 900 CHML.
0: Last night in the Canadian Football League game, before every CFL game that is on TSN, the TSN TV station shows you the Safeway Touchdown for a Million contest. Which says, they, sh- they show you the name of the person who entered. And in this case, it was a woman by the name of Karen Kuldice. And if a person runs back a kickoff, not a punt, if they run back a kickoff for a touchdown, the person, Karen Kuldice, the pers- participant that day, mm-hmm. wins a $25,000 home theater system. If nice. a second kick is run back for a touchdown, they win a million dollars. So last night... Toronto kicks off to Winnipeg. 15 seconds into the game, Winnipeg runs the opening kickoff back for a touchdown. There's oh. 25
2: grand in stereo. And She's the got 25000 but go.
0: later in the game, Toronto runs back a kickoff Whoa. for a touchdown. She wins a million dollars. But, but, well behind the play as the Toronto r- runner, receiver, is running into the end zone, there is an innocuous, ticky-tack, little, not really infraction, but the, one of the officials throws a flag... And she loses a million dollars. That call cost her a million dollars. Now, the CFL today. uh, They were scamming her. Well, I don't think they. they, (laughs) Yeah, she's The was in. That's a joke. As of today, they gave her season tickets for the Bombers Mm. for the next two years. She's going to the Grey Cup. She's got groceries (laughs) for a year from Safeway, who sponsors the thing. Is that enough? 'cause no, I'm looking no. at this going, you Get know real. okay, I know you're trying to do a nice PR thing. Now they gotta give her five hundred grand. Even you know what? Even a hundred grand. Even a hundred half grand. the pot you got to do. It's that. a lot yeah. of money. I would even have said if you know if that you had come just... out and said hundred thousand dollars, it was we have no obligation to do this for you, but we are giving you a. 100... But it's an
2: insured amount of money. Like that's the thing, an insurance company's paying the yeah, money. But, uh, out. that's why
0: I'm saying the insurance company will never agree, though, to pay that. So it would hmm. be having to be either TSN or Safeway or the CFL that would do this. So that's a lot of money. I, I think it th- looks really bad. <laughs> it, well, <you laughs> it looks really bad. That is just. It Can looks you imagine bad on the league? It looks yeah. bad on the grocery could, store. Could you imagine it being it looks hurt. bad on everybody? Imagine being her because remember, a kickoff, he picked up the ball at his goal line, so it takes maybe 12 or 13 seconds, and within five <laughs> seconds, he's broken away from the pack, so you've got about eight seconds where your life has changed. You know your life has just changed, and then, bloop, sucked away
1: from And it then like you that. see, like, flag flashing on the yeah, bottom of the screen, yeah. right? Flag. It would be interesting to see at what point did the flag, did they actually put the graphic up? Or I was believe so. It-
2: and back to my litigious side. Yes, please. Let's get a civil <laughs> lawyer involved and take them to court and say, technically, the the thing said that if the guy runs back the touchdown, or the the ball for a touchdown, that you, you, you try it in court. And okay, then get done. a settlement to happen. To settle say, on how Jamie, it, to yeah. make the
0: argument that because he ran into, into the claim, end zone... Because he ran into the end zone, that it counts as a touchdown. Not out about four eighty. No. But could you? Here was what I thought today. Sam. could you sue the official and say you, you can sue anybody. You, you know that. that. But could Sorry. you? Do you think you would have any reasonable chance of taking an official to court and saying you made a bad? call you made an improper call that cost me this million dollars and therefore you who is an employee of the league the league is now on the hook because they represent you. do you think anyone could ever have success in court suing an official for something like
1: this
2: i don't think they i don't think so i think but i think you should and i'll let mr mcqueen get a word in here at some point <laughs> I'm just, i just i think that you i think you'd let you you'd, get back to tweeting you <laughs> that's right i got i'm still working on that tweet you just name them all. You name the grocery store. You name the league. You name the official. You know. You name the prime minister. You name the president <laughs> of the United States and anybody else you can think of who may have been watching the game or anywhere near it or whatever. And then you put it in there and see how it goes.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. see what sticks, maybe right? Because that is just a just heart- talk about talk about like yeah, rip your heart out, right? Like it sounds and what are like the she's chances accepting. that What are the chances that? there are going to be two kick returns in a game. I think and to this come was the first close? time.
0: I think this was the first time while this contest has been going on. It's been for a number that of years. Happened? I think it's the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and it sounds like she's a lovely, she's been interviewed by a bunch of people. It sounds like she's a lovely, lovely woman. And it sounds like she's quite understanding. And while this is terribly painful it sounds like she's very nicely sounds anyway uh, maybe things will change like she's accepting these
2: she's happy with the uh, 50 inch plasma and the big tower
0: speakers well she's got 25,000 in that she's got (laughs) got groceries for a year she's got season tickets she's going to the great cup oh and uh, air miles says she's got 500,000 air miles which is worth 50 grand as well although they had no obligation like to me look there's a company but there's a company that has gone way beyond Right? The other ones seem to be, what's the least we can give her? Yeah. While a company that has no obligation in this says, here's an opportunity to look like the good guys. Here's $50,000 worth of airfare. Like, at the very least, at the very like, should the CFL not have guaranteed, should have said to her, you have season tickets for life at every CFL stadium around the world? Anytime you're in any city and there's a game, you have a gold card to go in and get Ca- a seat.
2: Cash is king, baby. I understand, yeah.
0: but if you're not going to pay cash, this should have been the most overwhelming expression of oops. Yeah. Because simply by giving her these things, to me, the league is saying we blew it. If this was an egregiously obvious call, they wouldn't have done it because they would have said, no, it was an obvious penalty infraction. There was no touchdown. The fact that they're giving her anything says... There's an unspoken agreement that this probably should not have had a flag. And what makes it worse is the horrible officiating
2: in the CFL. Like, everybody's (laughs) saying that right now. They're going, on top of all of it, the goof (laughs) that threw the flag probably didn't know what he was doing. There right? are, there Isn't are. that what people are thinking? Is there a league with worse officiating yeah. than this? Yeah, And CFL?
1: they're going to try to review it, but then there's only three cameras in the whole stadium. So. No, no, no. Look, that, here. you know what the irony of this whole
0: thing is? There are some good officials. I, I will tell you this. There are oh, some yeah. good officials yeah. in the CFL. and yes, here's there the, are. And here's the interesting part. Go down the list of who the good officials are. Almost all of them are from Hamilton. I'm, and I'm not saying that just a suck up. I'm not saying that because no, we're we, in Hamilton. No, we produce great officials here because we, have, we won't put up with people that are not good yeah, go of, down the, the list of, of who the officials yep. are who generally are seen across the league the, the referees I'm talking about who are seen mm-hmm. across the league as really good ones they're Hamilton guys I'm just telling you it's an interesting thing you're listening to the Scott Radley show weeknights from 7 to 9
1: on AM 900 CHML
0: in the last few weeks we have heard about the government the Canadian government changing the name of the Langevin block because Langevin apparently was involved with the um, the uh, schools, residential schools. Indigenous
2: and, schools.
0: Indigenous, the residential schools, Yeah, Not yes. Aboriginal. Uh, there is a move afoot to change the name of Ryerson University because Egerton Ryerson apparently was involved with the residential schools. One of the things. Sir John A. MacDonald, there are moves afoot that we should change names of things named after Sir John A. MacDonald because, because of apparently tobacco? He, w- he wasn't a very nice man and he might have been an alcoholic and there could have been, someone says, if you look back in his past, you can see things that are racist. Mm. Where do we what do we what do we think about when it comes to reconsidering history? Cuz that's really what we're doing. We are there we are trying apparently now whether it's we or whether it's they, but somebody is trying to bleach or redo history. We want to get rid of any kind of historic reference, person we honor, statue, building, name that doesn't seemingly fit our contemporary modern view of life is this a good thing should we be getting rid of these people or should we be saying you know what different time different attitudes different mores they were great then they did their thing and that was within that culture what do you think jay it's a tough one
1: yeah i go back to my old um my old saying is that um everybody is uh everybody likes
2: you can't even remember (laughs) your old saying (laughs) it's so old i can't remember it
1: (laughs) Everybody, uh, it's like everybody likes to be offended. Everybody wants to be, to find something on social media and just be all, uh, just, you know, oh, my, I can't believe it, just blown away about how, how things are. And, and everybody wants something to complain about, something to latch on to. I would just say that if, if something has been named this for 50 years, 100 years, 200 years, um, you know, uh, leave it the way it is and maybe let's, if you have a problem with how uh, these things are named, maybe start fresh with uh, how we're naming things going forward and uh, and just look at it that way because you can't, I, you know, if we start picking at all these things that uh, that have happened before and all these, you know, namesakes, then, you know, what are we going to have left, right? And, well, and- we're going to have all
0: modern ones then or we're going to have corporate ones. It's going to, instead of being Ryerson University, it'll be... The Molson Canadian University, mm-hmm. yeah. or whatever you're going to sell to the highest That's a bidder, hell of I'm a guessing. good idea. Well,
1: and it's—I don't <laughs> think it's up to, quite frankly, I don't think drink it's, enough of it there. <laughs> I don't think it's up to um, the powers that be today to to go around, you know, renaming things that people of yesteryear uh, mm-hmm. named back then. Right? I mean, yeah, there's probably some arguments that, yeah, maybe these people, some of the, some of them weren't the. Uh, You know, looking back at things, maybe they weren't model citizens or whatever, but...
0: Yeah, but those are, when you say they aren't model citizens, my thinking on this is they are not model citizens by our standards in today's society. But if you're talking about someone who lived 150 years ago or 100 years ago, surely their structure of society was different. Now, I'm not defending racism. I'm not defending slavery. I'm not defending residential schools. But it seems to me as a a difficult thing, no matter what you're talking about, to look back 100, 150 years and expect that those people would have followed the same beliefs and same structures and same everything as we do now and be offended by the same things that we are now. Or is that unreasonable?
2: It's the height of um, nitpickiness and crazy political correctness gone totally wacko. It's just...
0: It's, it, it's nutty. It really is. So where does, um, where's the line, though? Because if, uh, I don't believe such a place exists, but if, let's say, in Germany. Did anybody know? Sorry, go ahead. No, no. If in Germany there was Hitler University. You were, li- I know. I'm saying, I was going there in my mind, too. Different
2: thing. But the, where
0: is the line, then? But that guy, you know,
2: okay, let, let me just stop on that one. S- so not very many people agreed with that guy's philosophy. He bullied his way into power. That's what he was. He was a psychopath, and he bullied his way into power. It's not like he had really the backing of a nation uh, in coming to power. And then what yep. he did with that power, of course, was murder millions of people. So that's the end of that story. That's that, that one, we can take that example and throw it right over there. You want to talk about the Langevin uh, block uh, you know, at, uh, at Parliament Hill? That one I'm having a tougher a tougher time with. It, it, clearly, uh, the residential schools thing is one of the great shameful tragedies of our national history. Okay, there's no two ways about that, and I think it's pretty clear that that's how everybody feels about it. If this guy had any kind of a passing touch on that, would anybody have? I, I guess I don't know. I, I, I just think, leave it the way it is. I just don't think mm-hmm. anybody would. I don't think anybody who knew who Langevin was before this story. No. And maybe that's the point. Maybe to indigenous peoples, that's the whole point. You need to know who this guy was. But to what degree was he involved in the development of those schools? I, I don't even know myself. Like, I, was I, yeah. he the guy that was the architect of the whole concept or. Was he on site at
0: schools, making rules, enforcing things, abusing children? I don't know. At the risk of sounding, like we got I, I don't want to sound uh, uh, callous in any way or heartless towards this because, as you say, Jamie, I think that I pretty don't much, either. It's, pretty that much was a everybody terrible thing. But I also believe that back then there were probably there were certainly people. I'm believing, maybe many people, who had nefarious. Intentions towards it, but there were also people probably like who, good thought, who had good intentions. Misplaced. But it was a bad, badly executed concept. Right. But the yeah. thought with behind bad people it. People running them. And so, if you were one of those who had the good intentions and got involved with something that went horribly sour and horribly wrong, does that make you an evil person? That's that. See, there's where the difficulty comes for me. If you want to point to someone who was let's say you go down in the States and they have a building or a statue named after someone who was one of the leaving, leading slave traders who was driving the slave industry. And I can, it was I, legal. Even then, I can look back and I can say, okay, I can see how that may, that, that that would be something that you would have to take another look at, even though, again, I'm not a big fan of changing the, the history. The history is the history. But if you have someone who was loosely on the fringe had a connection to slaves not defending that but i'm not sure that it's exactly the same thing that someone who is the evil person behind the concept i I know you mean if you had attended
2: one meeting for 20 minutes at some point and i'm I'm not making light of this no but but you're right if you were that much on the fringe then i say no leave it alone you gave the example
0: of uh, john a mcdonald um, maybe. And, they, and some people say now he had racist stuff in his background. I don't know all the well, details. Well, you also said alcoholism. Well, yeah. Well,
2: alcoholism is a disease. So shouldn't we feel sorry for him that he developed alcoholism and he, you know, yeah. he, he should be, you know, he still somehow managed to do great things, apparently eno- enough great things that he was able to become the first prime minister of Canada.
1: Yeah, we're Um, going to take that away from him
0: because he was, yeah. Well, apparently some would like that to be the case because, and and here again is where it gets really challenging. Let's say, and I could see this happening, let's say that in 20... Take him off the money because he wasn't a nice man. No, but let's say in 25 (laughs) years that... Jay McQueen, through his work doing weather and his real estate, they decide to make a name. They name something the Jay McQueen Building. They probably will. Too. I expect <laughs> they will. I expect I, they will. I, I think so. I'll and then, be there for the cornerstone. A hundred years. Tavares like, won't. But yeah, that's right. But then a hundred years the after disco that. Band? No, no, the guy who wrote it and didn't like Jay's weather <laughs> oh, reports. <laughs> sorry. And then a hundred years after that, f- sensibilities have changed. Thoughts, feelings on certain things have changed and somebody decides that something you did was very contrary to the mores of that time. Should we then say, no, you were an evil man, Jay, because back then you didn't. This is the difficulty. You work, you you can only operate within your time. You can't get what yeah. you don't have. And if you. And if you and that doesn't excuse everything that everybody did in the past. That's not what I'm saying either. It doesn't excuse everything, but I think there are people who are deeply involved. If you knew better, you'd have done better. On the periphery, who are touching the edges of it, and I don't know that you can catch every. You can cast the net over everybody and say you're all evil. You're all evil. I I don't believe that's the case. I think scrutinize more in
2: more detail moving forward and leave the past in, in the past to some extent. I think I think enough. Um I think enough recognizing of the big issue which was the abuse in the residential schools has has come to light and has been addressed um a, at least in terms of publicity and and, a, and and a desire to have the general public understand that this happened I think that's been successful Um you know Sir Johnny McDonald give me a break who you know who really cares whether the guy was a drunk
0: or liked to swear at people? Um, but if you're going to use, you if know, if you're going to real, use, if you you could go back and literally find something with every single person exactly. we've ever named anybody. Yeah. There not a human yeah. being
2: walking the earth that doesn't have some shortcomings uh, and probably that,
0: did something that they regret?
2: And frankly, enough of shortcomings to have them, you know, fall out of consideration for. A building
1: naming, uh, uh, what you have, you name it. There
2: isn't a.
0: I see. I go Just to Jay's too,
1: point. Too too picky and too. You know what I mean. Like and uh, yeah.
0: I go to Jay's point, Political and that is let's gun, look man. forward. What's that old line? If you ignore your history, you're bound to repeat it. The fact that we shouldn't we we shouldn't be whitewashing. The past. If which, anything which,
2: keep Langevin's name on the building so we can keep talking about the fact that there was an injustice committed against yeah. uh, indigenous children. There's a reason to keep his name on the building.
0: This is why I always have the argument with people when yeah. it's happened. You can make that argument. with the book To Kill a Mockingbird because you may recall that it was not that long ago and keep I th- the discussion was it, was it alive. in Toronto was it I can't remember what it was that they wanted this banned because in yeah. To Kill a Mockingbird, the N word is used, and that of course is highly and. You know, We understand it's totally offensive now, but the reality is that was the language that was used then. And if you read the book, it's not a book promoting racism. It's a book against racism. It's fighting against... It's showing the heroes... The context those,
2: of the use of the word is perfect
0: and, and, and should be used for that purpose and if you to eliminate, educate people. If you take that word out, you lose the ability to point out that exact injustice later and then on. Then
2: everyone forget. Generations it, ahead forget. It they doesn't honor
0: the about. word. Yeah. It doesn't honor the word. It points to the fact that look, the idiots are the ones using mm-hmm. that word. The bad guys are the ones who were doing that. That's
2: the important part. And
0: so to your point, if you leave the name on a building, if someone has a, a, a flaw in the back of their story somewhere. Again, if it's Hitler University, I'm okay, I get it. We can we can deal with Hitler University. We can rethink the concept. The evidence of, was
2: overwhelming. Uh, yes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and it was not just a l- peripheral involvement with some issues, right? We're not talking exactly. about someone who may have had a flaw. You didn't
2: just go to a fascist meeting one time to see what was going on. Yeah.
0: I, I just think we're trying way too hard to bleach the past and to to get rid of the past that is the past, that is our history. Yeah. Well, we, we have an obligation to learn from that history, and
2: I, I think, you know, move on. You know,
1: yeah. You gotta on. find other things to focus on and be positive, or else if you're just stirring this negativity all the time, whether it's And it's uh, easy to do. Yeah, it just yeah. Yep. And people I think like social
2: and I think social media, you mentioned this early in the discussion. Again, it it does that. It, and Jay, I think you said it. It gives people this sense of power that they don't have in their boring day to day lives. Social media gives people this tremendous
0: feeling of yep. Of power, except those who can't figure out how to send out 140 characters. I have no power. Jay is, <laughs> none. Jamie is completely I'm like powerless. Like Samson with my hair cut off. You're listening to the Scott Radley Show, weeknights from seven to nine on
1: AM 900 CHML.
0: I have a question for you about uh, about that. About Marcel. Marcel. Yes. yes. When a mime dies, do you honor him with a moment of noise?
2: Ah, <laughs> cute. <Just laughs> very nice.
0: Just wondering. Very nice. Uh, I've been He's waiting here all week. I've been <laughs> waiting about eight years. Try the veal for someone to ask me about a mime. I, wow, it's, that's been on the He's tip been, of my tongue yeah. for eight years. It feels so good to get it off.
1: Was, you take Thursday. Yeah,
0: take next week <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me read you um, two paragraphs of a story that comes to us from the Washington Post this week. William Lamar. Senior pastor at D.C.'s historic Metropolitan African Methodist Episcopal Church is tired of presiding over funerals for parishioners who died of heart disease, diabetes, and stroke. So, on Thursday, he and another prominent African-American pastor filed suit against Coca-Cola and the American Beverage Association claiming soda manufacturers knowingly deceived customers about the health risks of sugar-sweetened beverages at enormous cost to their communities. Whether it is pop, whether it's fast food, whether it's smoking, whether it's whatever, where does a company's obligation to the health of its customers start or stop?
1: And where does personal responsibility come into this?
2: You're a realtor, Jay. You take that one.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say, and yeah, again, enough of everybody suing each other for everything, right? Which is another, yeah. And, and just, you know what, we've come a long way. We're now putting, uh, there's nutrition labels on pretty much everything. I, I'm actually always surprised now when I go into restaurants at how, uh, how much of the things are labeled uh, with the calories on them. And half the time I'm there and I'm going, well, you know what, I don't eat here very often, so I'm going to have this steak or whatever it mm. is, right? Put the labels on there, and um, I always wonder is 12,000 calories a lot? I'm never sure. <laughs> so, anyway, go so ahead. The old 96er <laughs> yeah. that uh, John <laughs> Candy right. was eating, and the great outdoors, the great outdoors, out the fat and the
0: gristle, too. <laughs> Look at the maggots
1: on that thing. <laughs> 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 um, but no, just you know what, um, arm us with the, the information, and uh, the next uh, generation of kids coming up, um, you know, keep the uh. Stuff in moderation, if you, because I know it's. I know I have. I have a a daughter who's uh, coming up three, and. It's it's easy to see how the wheel of the wheel of treats just starts right and it and, does, yeah. and yeah and they like I want a treat I want a treat and it's like you can't have this in the morning. I find myself you can't have this in the morning and they have no concept of of daytimes right but but uh, and then you start thinking to yourself well you know we I can't let her have this all the time because then it's she's eating it every day and it's not it's not that good for. Her. Um, so, but I don't think we have to be suing people and have to be. But clearly, somebody thinks well, that there always there always is somebody. That's you know this is why we're here because it gives us good topics, right? But but I just think that people if people make the choice to have it for themselves, uh, then then that's their choice.
2: Where where does personal responsibility begin and end in things that you stick in your mouth or your veins? But or clearly, your, Jamie, some you know, people
0: believe that it, there is none. You are the you are the victim. Of the big companies. Look, the I, corporations are the evil empire that is forcing you to consume big, their product. Big food is an evil empire. They're, they're, I, be, I truly believe that. I believe that
2: for many years there has been BS collusion between big food and government. I, I believe that. How? I don't believe that the food guides are 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 worth the paper that they're written on. There's, there's so much... There's so much good research out there on Whole Foods and so on and so forth. We, that, that's a, a, an entire two-hour show on its own. But it's all down to personal responsibility. You cannot tell me in 2017 that you don't know that soda pop is not good for you, that it's has no nutritional value whatsoever, full stop. There's no way that you can excuse uh, not knowing that in 2017. Uh, So uh, hogwash is is what I say to that same thing with cigarettes same thing with alcohol same thing with with every every other thing that you can that you can name and you know you've done the topic on the show uh, before you know this guy points out that a lot of his clients dead people that he's he's presiding over their funerals are are dying as a result of heart disease diabetes they're always they're always connected They, they always go together fine. Um, that's fine. So let's start taxing the heck out of the crap. Let's start finding a way to pay for the health care that these guys are going to... I know it's a different topic.
0: No, but the argument he will make, I guarantee you, is because he's representing a low it's income... It's Coca-Cola's
2: fault that the guy drank gallons of Coca-Cola, let's say, and washed, or
0: washed the cheeseburgers down with Coca-Cola and Fanta and all their <laughs> other sub... And but it's wor- Jamie. This kind of thing has worked against the cigarette companies. So why not against the pop and and junk food companies? We people have won millions, maybe billions. I don't know, of dollars against the cigarette companies, saying that you got me hooked and you killed me or you killed my family member. They have. I think it's different because historically, cigarette
2: companies. In their advertising, were actually trying to promote health through smoking. They saying were t- that was a good thing. Saying to do. it was a good thing to do.
1: Yeah, wasn't there an old uh, like meme of like you know one in three doctors chooses yeah this kind of smokes or something? Oh, you know, like it was, absolutely. Yeah.
2: He, and, and you re- recall the the Flintstones? They had uh, cigarette Winston's or something were were the sponsors of the Flintstones. And there was a there was a commercial with Fred and Barney sitting out of the side of the house, <laughs> drawing dragging on a on a Winston. Talking about it. Ripping like it was, butts. Yeah, exactly. So I th- I think I think they were I think historically they were trying to promote uh cigarettes as a as a healthy thing. If if anybody's familiar with the series Mad Men, yes. they they deal with that whole thing uh in Mad Men quite uh quite cleverly and I think pretty historically accurately as well. Um I don't know as anybody Well, I actually now that I think about it, I think there may have been some Something similar with Coca-Cola
0: back in its infancy that well, it, was it, was it was a, a health tonic. Okay, that now let's be. Let, you're right. You it know? was a health <laughs> tonic along with Dr Pepper. <laughs> bon- it was Dr has <laughs> got the word doctor and it's got to be good. Dr for you. Pepper yeah. was supposed to be a health tonic Dr as well. McGillicuddy, oh. <laughs> but let's let we're talking there back in about 1915. In the last 50 years nobody has been looking at Coca-Cola or any of the other soda products product. as a health product. All they've said is it's the real thing. the, what's the there's <laughs> one there's one pop that is still used for health purposes. Seven Up the Uncola, a ginger ale if you've got an upset oh, stomach. Right. Oh, like yeah. ginger yeah. or ginger. Yeah. But other than that I get don't the bubbles out of it. I don't first. think there's any other pop that you would look at and say, yeah, that's that's for the benefit of my overall health. It's a for most people it's a treat yeah. or it's something that, you know, but but this is clearly an issue of responsibility and I'm we don't totally like we so don't like to be responsible when things go wrong nope. we don't want to be if let's say we get diabetes and we've been drinking two liters a day and somebody I know, else's fault must be someone else's fault must, yeah, but yeah. I don't doubt for one second that this lawsuit will get some traction I don't I, I believe wholeheartedly that this lawsuit will get some traction and the reason is, you talked about how cigarettes. Once upon a time, it was the it was the advertising to be a health benefit of some kind. Every single commercial for pop, they will argue, is geared at kids. I'd like to teach the world to sing. It's is <laughs> oh 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 the angola. You know, remember yeah. that guy and yeah. like everything. How about is, a nice Hawaiian punch! <laughs> everything is geared towards <laughs> kids, and okay. they'll argue they were <laughs> recruiting kids to be pop drinkers, which got them into it. Now you're not addicted. I don't think. I don't think anyone's ever been claim they were addicted to pop
2: has anybody sued the clown food company for the same reason i mean clown food was you know uh what's clown food mcdonald's oh
0: yeah sorry they,
2: i mean <laughs> that they they they, they uh, you know marketed it entirely to kids through the late 60s but 70s, so is
0: hamburger so is every and, cereal but no, they don't do that so is every cereal so is every snack food so is every bag yeah. of chips Uh, How long until... I'm frankly shocked that we've had nobody suing the beer companies, saying, look, I drank your beer and never ended up at a pool party with beautiful women in bikinis and me having a six-pack. and I expected that. (laughs) That's what you showed me. Yeah. That's uh, what you showed me. I never got that. I ended up weighing 400 pounds and being a raging alcoholic.
2: (laughs) It goes to show you how completely upside-down and inside-out society... Has become when you see examples like that, and and I again, this guy, what he's trying to do is he's trying to get a little bit of corn to put the new steeple up on that church because he knows that some lawyer has said to him, we'll file and we'll be able to squeeze twelve or thirteen G's. I don't know how much you need. I only need seven thousand five hundred to. Fix the altar. Well, then we'll be ahead. You want to do it? Yeah,
0: let's roll the dice. Well, uh, you're, you're. I don't know what What the reason. What a cynical attitude! No, it eh? is very cynical. The according to the complaint, and here let me read another paragraph. Let me read another paragraph from this story. According to the complaint, Coca-Cola executives have invested millions of dollars in research, sponsored blog posts, and advertising campaigns intended to disprove or confuse the link between soda consumption and disease. The Company's ads and its executives, as well as a number of compensated nutrition bloggers, have also advanced the argument that lack of exercise is primarily responsible for the obesity epidemic and the calories consumed in soda can easily be offset by increasing physical activity.
2: That's actually factually correct. <laughs> that's factually correct. You can burn off well, those calories
0: true. with enough exercise. That, no, yeah. You're right. It may be a lot of exercise, but you can do it. That's yeah. right. That's true. I'm you know what struck you know what jumped out at me in here and I don't know whether this is true or not and maybe it's just because of the line of work I'm in. They've hired bloggers who are essentially according to this they're claiming they've got bloggers who are essentially Coca-Cola operatives who are going to be trying to make it sound like they are independent just telling you how great the product is. Good thing are. nobody
2: reads blogs. That's yeah, right. I was say. Yeah, right. <laughs> who reads them?
0: There are this is look, Do people gonna,
2: really read them. Honestly. I'm, I'm going to put in suspicious. an ad
0: for the actual media There are lots of things you can take shots at the mainstream or whatever legacy media whatever yeah There are scruples and there are ethics and there are things that if we are paid by coca-cola We would have to say we're paid by coke so you can understand mm-hmm. and if you don't declare that kind of thing in the real the mainstream media that's that's reason for being fired. Again, but this, this is this is something that but it does, Jamie, not everyone reads every blogger. My point is just that, though, like
2: if even if there's a blogger out there who's not declaring his conflict of interest and is promoting the heck out of Coca-Cola or whatever software drink and company and, and doing that, how many people are reading that guy's
0: blog? I don't know. I don't know, but they obviously—if this is true—if this is true, true four hundred million people—if this is yeah. true, it must mean that somebody believes that it would work. Right? They're not going to pay if they don't believe it would work. If this is true. you're talking about a lawsuit true. and you have to have evidence and of you have course. to prove things. I don't know if this is true, but if this is true, if they are going by and hiring and paying money for bloggers to include look, they do it in movies with cigarettes for years and for pro, for product placement they would pay you. You got to have a cereal. We got a cereal. We're going to go to Jay, Jay owns Jay's cereal company. Give us 50 grand and it'll be your cereal that's on the counter. They do that. They've done that forever. James Bond, you know, has has done it with all big, kinds of big, different things. Big
2: pharma's been, you know, twisting the arms uh, less so successfully in the last decade or so with uh, with the medical community. Um, research studies come out all the time on the, the benefits of, uh, of drinking, we'll call it grape juice. And then you... F- you find out, if you dig hard enough, that the whole research study was sponsored or
0: paid for. By Welches. Yeah. Yeah. At the University of Guelph or the University of wherever. I'm just, you know. Here's my thing about this, though. If this was, let's say, let's just jump ahead five years, ten years from now, whenever this thing gets to be resolved. Let's say this thing turned out positive for the sewers and they ended up getting some money from Coca-Cola. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but let's say, just for the sake of argument, that it did. What
2: about free Coke for a year? Would that, <laughs> that satisfy them? Oh, we're back
0: to this kick, uh, the kickoff thing. Free
1: diet.
2: Yeah, free diet. <laughs> All your the people, so many people
0: life. listening right now who are saying, I am opposed to this because I believe in personal responsibility, and I believe that you should be making your choices and living with those. If they suddenly heard, hey, anyone who can prove that they drank... Coke over the last year and got some sort of high blood sugar, got a hundred grand. You don't think a lot of other people are saying personal responsibility, personal responsibility? I'm signing up for this thing. (laughs)
1: Oh, yeah, it's low hanging fruit, right? (laughs) For sure. (laughs) People would be on board if they thought there was a chance and. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's people who are, who are going to grab onto this thing, right, and try to run with it. But They'd be effervescent at that kind of result. <laughs> yeah, they're looking for bubbly personalities. <laughs> looking, yeah. Oh Man. Let's keep going. <laughs> no, let's yeah. not. You're listening to The Scott Radley Show, weeknights from 7 to 9 on AM 900 CHML.
0: Either of you guys ever gone on a corporate team building
1: exercise? Uh, corporate team building exercise. Uh, been on corporate, let's see. Been a corporate like corporate scheme building exercise, corporate parties, corporate. corporate but this no, is this
0: is a thing. No. This is a thing. This Team a, building. This is, a lot of places they've they've done it. You remember you used to do the thing where it was very simple, where you would do the like the trust fall. You know, trust your employee. Oh, where yeah. they'll catch you if you just cross your arms and fall backwards. They won't let you hit the ground. You got to believe in your coworkers. Yeah. yeah, bounce a beach ball around and keep it in yeah. the air. Well now. This has become a big industry. A that we're going to have wash. corporate team-building things, so you're going to spend a lot of money, you're going to go off-site, you're going to do this thing, and you're going to become a great team, and you're going to come back to the office, and we're going to be the best team in the whole world. Do you believe any of this, or is this just an excuse to get out of the office and blow off a day? It's a, it's,
2: um, it's an industry that's been created by a bunch of middle managers who don't know how to relate to people. It's, it's This product has grown in popularity because of there are generations of people that don't have any people skills social skills communication skills. and why don't they well because their
0: parents don't start teaching it to them when they're three years old like jay's child or because you spent all your time talking on your phone or you're tweeting Absolutely. or texting, and you've not had any interpersonals, but that's that's not where uh, that I believe that, but, but, but the, I'm not going to spend this all the time started twenty.
2: this started yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah, by yeah. It's the Peter Principle thing. You, you know, it, it, how many times have we seen in a corporate environment some boob who cannot cut it in the actual trenches get kicked upstairs to get kicked up so that they can get out of the way? And the people above them, th- this is the part that people don't understand. The the guys that are really at the top need a couple of guys in the middle, and I say guys, it could Buffer. be women, to be buffers, to be a-holes in the middle. They don't so <laughs> yeah, that they exactly. don't have to be. Yep. It's true. This is how it works. Doesn't air, air everybody holes. know that? It, air holes,
0: exactly. <laughs> no. Doesn't anybody like a vent. Don't people know this? <laughs> but I'm looking at this thing and I just realized we have we what, seem what's to new? be we seem to To me, you go to the office, you go to your work, wherever it is, and you should just if you're hired to do a job, presumably it's because you have some kind of skills to do that job and you should do your job. You shouldn't have to have someone do a giant rope course that you can get along. You should, you show up at the office and you do the work you're paid to do. I- I'll Jay, tell you, I'm missing something. Well, I'll
1: tell you though. Sometimes yes. I think, um, in, uh, corporate culture, it's all about, uh, the numbers and the bottom line and all that stuff. So, uh you're hired to do a job and you might have perhaps an expectation that um you know you're in a, some sort of job that's a starter job and you're getting your foot in the door and you have um maybe dreams to you know go up the go up the ladder you know uh, have a positive move and then uh you end up 10 years later still in the same uh pay grade and so what ends up happening is is Morale ends up sucking at these places, and so the management comes up with, "Well, we better have a team building." Uh, a so is that day a good thing? Because then? is uh, it a good thing? We got to try to work on morale. Well, it's it's the it's the corporation's own fault that morale sucks. So here, this is, here. This is what they're they're trying to do. Is they're trying to it's like a it's like a it's a band aid. It's a band aid, right?
2: Yeah, it is a band aid. Again, um, you know, put your money into throwing a great party for your employees. Um, it, it, there was a just be careful how much pop you serve well that's right yeah <laughs> well yeah and the euphemism for pop uh there was there was a there was a radio station that I worked for early in my career that i I won't name but it had a very magnanimous owner um, this was in the days when radio companies were primarily owned by families um It was a station that was known for bringing rock and roll, top 40 rock and roll to Canada. So you can figure it out from there. And the owner of this company absolutely believed in um, simply doing things for the employees. So he would throw parties three or four times a year, all expenses paid cab chits as much booze as you wanted that again personal responsibility Mm -hmm. this is the owner of the company saying you know we expect you to be responsible for yourself you're you're we trust you you're great people here's a cab chit don't drive whatever um gifts and the best of everything uh handed out and you know what that did um all that did was completely motivate a sense of loyalty in the employee base no no union in there uh, to to work harder and feel like they mattered, so yeah. everybody felt like they were they mattered because the ownership of the company made them feel that they mattered,
0: and so, so you didn't they not need you they, didn't need a team building no, offsite exercise. No,
2: because the the team building exercise was executing whatever the job was. In this case, it was it was you know radio programs, so everybody uh, tried harder the guys that were on the air tried harder the people that were in support of the guys on the air tried harder to make those guys better and it just went all the way along and and to this day you have people who haven't worked for that place for 40 years or 50 years waxing on on social media about how great it was and how on great Friday night that panels. person was exactly yeah. and me too
0: we uh we got to go. I wish we could keep talking about this. Let me give you the quiz question one more time. You don't really mean that. We could do another hour (laughs) or two. We could do at least three more hours. Write in your topics now that you want. No, we don't want to do that. team building. Come on now.
1: The Scott Radley Show. Weeknights from 7 to 9 on AM 900. AM 900 CHML.